Hey, 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 it's the Hoops Talk. Oh my gosh. Woo woo. Hello, hello. Good (laughs) Saturday morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's really early for us, everybody. Just want to know. We have a special guest coming on today. He's on the East Coast. So us West Coasters are, you know, needing to get up earlier than we normally do. So we can early, but early to make sure he makes his kids soccer game. So it's for a worthy cause. Yeah, it's for a worthy cause. Um, But yeah, you know, I am um, hopped up on tons of coffee. I think we're ready to go. Um, and it's the weekend, and hey, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing <laughs> it. We're doing it. Um, we are the Hoops Talk, as y'all know. And uh, Karen, tell us how you hang in up there in San Francisco. Well, um, I'm very proud of myself, guys. I've been doing yoga. I've got a new Ooh. office chair with a built-in vibrating lumbar. A oh, vibrating lumbar. A vibrating okay. lumbar. Wow. Okay. <laughs> My carpal tunnel's going away. I was wearing wrist bat, uh, wrist guards. You know, oh, the whole God. thing. I've no. I'm very familiar of your wrist guards. I've been <laughs> very familiar of them for a while. But this old lady's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, Kendall, you have changed locations. Tell us how. How are you doing? Uh-huh. How are you holding up? How's it going? Well, other than my shitty internet, I was at the freaking Taj Mahal, and now I'm at the freaking <laughs> dumpster on the back alley. The White House? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. I'm just uh, in Cali making sure my apartment hadn't been broken into or burned down. Smart. Smart. I'm picking up some... Uh, Winter clothing. Awesome. Oh, Fall, that's winter right. clothing. oh, I forget. You have to do that in other states. Yeah, I'm like, winter clothing? You going skiing? Oh, no. <laughs> I went. <wish>. In California. <laughs> 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 we, get, we get cold here. I mean, Los Angeles seems to always be warm, though. It's very temperate, but I don't know. We're lucky. Luck of the draw. So with that, um, y'all know that Kendall's having internet situation, so if she drops out, drops in, hey. Well, this episode, every time that happens, you take a shot. Oh, God. Espresso or tequila. (laughs) Yeah, that works. Yeah, that works. Uh, Yeah, it's a lot. I've, you know, it's funny because I think this whole work from home and being, you know, on your own timeline, it really lends itself to a later and later start date you know, start time in the day and a later, later end time to your day. So, you know, it's, we got to change the world. (laughs) We're not missing on anything. Dinner just comes to your house. (laughs) It's so weird. It's so weird. I feel like we're going to be locked into this situation for the long haul. Thanks to our administration. But I will say, guys, I got my ballot in the mail. I, I'm super excited. Yeah, I know. You, you, I got my ballot. I, I did all my research. I put out a tweet with a bunch of resources. I can go ahead and like um, put them out like on our um, 
this chat put our links in our show. Liz's legislative picks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Ja- so Jackie Pepper, our uh, guest on the previous episodes last season, she actually put that out on her uh, Instagram. It. She put a little thing, showed all her it. picks, whatever. Um, and she, uh, you know, helped me with some of the resources because I knew some links, but I'm like, I'm sure Jackie would have like a bunch. So we could put that, put those into the show notes for this episode because I think it's really important, especially we're getting closer uh, to election day. And if we all saw that debate, I, I lost my voice screaming. Which at one? Susan, the VP. I was screaming at Susan like it was awful. So this whole thing is just nightmarish but so I got my ballot I'll be putting that in this weekend let's get our butts to the polls or some sort of you know voting um okay so we do have a guest on today I'm super excited and he's gonna be coming on shortly but before we do that as always we have our um house cleaning and updates so make sure you subscribe or, and like and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I've been very much enjoying Spotify Podcasts and Spotify mm-hmm. yes. like, in general. Like, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, but the search and the – it's just so tedious. It's and horrible. It's clunky. It's clunky. It's super clunky. clunky. Good but, word. Yeah, right? It's totally – like, the user experience is really clunky. But you know what? It's name recognition, and there's a lot of people on there. So whatever. Um, We're also on the Good News Radio app, which is being updated. I believe it's going to launch. The new version is going to launch very soon. So um, I know they're having a meeting about that today, but we're recording this podcast. So we'll, we'll we'll find out. But yes, so the podcast is there. I would say download it now. Um, Well, you'll hear this on Wednesday, but just get on it. Lock in that price. It's a cheap yeah. one if yeah. you already have it downloaded. Yeah, if you already have it downloaded, it's totally it, whatever. But yes, so that's happening. Um, we're on Twitter at the Hoops Talk Pod. I finally got that, so we're not hoop stalking <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> we are at the Hoops Talk Pod, um, and we're on Instagram at the Hoops Talking. Still the same there, and then on TikTok we're the Hoops Talk Podcast, and then of course we have our lovely you. YouTube channel where you can see our lovely faces and the faces of our guests. So you can subscribe to that. Um, with that all said, I think we're ready to roll with our guest who will be on YouTube. So with that, uh, hold, we will be right back. Hi, Jamie. Welcome, Jamie Matram, CEO, or not CEO, President, I guess, of Breaking Tea. Welcome. Welcome Thank to the you. show. Thank yeah, you. I'm trying to get that promotion. I'm trying to get that title. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you were employee, like, what, number five? I was the first full-time employee. I was the first person who, at Breaking Tea, or who was, it was like my everyday concern to put out t-shirts. Uh, but it was started before I came along by a couple entrepreneurs uh, that co-founded the company about five years ago. Okay, yeah. So we are talking about Breaking Tea, which, I mean, is widely known for any sports fan. If you are a sports Mm -hmm. fan, you know about Breaking Tea. And one of the things that we love about Breaking Tea is um, we feel like it's really changed the whole industry of combining um, memes, per se, and Mm -hmm. merchandise, right? 
and also being direct to consumer. So Mm -hmm. you've kind of made this magical, you know, way of doing it. And I think I'd love to hear um, more about like how you're able, because I know there's a lot of licensing. We all work, currently worked or worked at Yahoo Sports, which I think you might be familiar with Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And going through all of that, like those licenses or the talent, what have you, and getting all of those um, permissions are really important, especially to the way that you all are making merchandise at Breaking Tea. So how does that even come about? Like how does, because if I, it was me, I'll just make bootleg stuff all the time and sell it, <laughs> sell it after the game like most people do. But yeah, if you could tell us a little bit about that background, that would be interesting. Well, I mean, I love a good bootleg tea. Like, we'll make some bootleg stuff. Um, you know, not everything we do is licensed, you know, and not everything, not every moment that you want to capture for sports fans uh, is going to be a licensable product. And that could be something that's pretty pure and clean, like, you know, an on-court moment where somebody gets dunked on. Right. A licensor might not want to have the, the dunk E getting represented that way. Makes sense. Even mm-hmm. though you're, what you're really doing is celebrating the dunker, you know? So there's always a place for, for, for bootleg. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> you know, when I started here uh, three years ago, we were licensed by the MLB Players Association. That's something mm. that the Breaking Tea co-founders had established before I came along, kind of like to prove the concept of what we do, mm. which is like identify these moments that sports fans are really excited about, try to celebrate that moment or capture that moment through design, graphic mm. design, and then offer the you know, merchandise for the moment while it's still hot. Mm. Offer it online. Um, we were, at the beginning, purely e-commerce, so it was like baseball stuff, e-commerce, that was the start. And then over the past three years, we've grown in all sorts of ways. Licensing is one of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've had licenses with the NBA players, the WNBA players, the U.S. Women's National Team players, uh, mm-hmm. MLS players, a lot of, and those are all like group licenses through different mm-hmm. players associations which are great because it covers everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, but we've also had direct player deals um, in certain cases and league deals. We were sponsored by the XFL, RIP. Oh. But now they're back. Oh. <laughs> they're yeah. In, yeah. Bringing the XFL back. Yeah. Um, colleges, you know, we're, we're entering into Premier League space, um, especially with some of the more notable women's players that have signed mm-hmm. there in the past month or so. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're licensed up. We're getting more licensed all the time, but you know, still got a soft spot in the heart for that bootleg merch. <laughs> but, yeah, I do too. We have a lot of uh, Knicks bootlegs. My husband's a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. and there's well, a lot yeah. of like Bart Simpson in like a Knicks jersey and stuff like that. So, oh, that's like that's like double bootleg. You're, you're yeah, <laughs> we've done some Knicks stuff, but it's mostly like sell the team. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there's probably a ton because I was the thinking like band. <laughs> I I actually I mean when we lived in New York we would go to many Knicks games and I can tell you that Fire Dan Tony was a big one back oh, in the yeah. day so mm-hmm. you know there's and mm-hmm. I maybe we maybe we need to do a free uh, Charles Oakley or something like that too yeah another good one <laughs> well we have a we have a list we need to get you on payroll. I mean, we, we cre- we're going to pitch you after this, all the different okay. like memes ideas. that we have, ideas that we have. Um, how, yeah, how is like the, cause you know, Twitter is such a hotbed for the fan conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is that like, what are the different sources that you look to um, when you're thinking about the memes that are going to be hot? Or do you work with the athlete per se to say like, oh, like, cause you know, I'm wearing your, the Taya time, which is Taya mm-hmm. Cooper t-shirt. Um, what is that process like? I love that shirt. That Taya Time shirt, I think it's beautiful. It came out so nice. Like, we don't put out anything we don't believe in, but of course you have favorites that you like more than others, and I really like that one. Um, but that that idea, for example, came from the team. The team wanted to do that product, so they reached out to us. We've worked with Sparks before. Uh, we've done stuff for them that, that was kind of custom or, or that they had requested, and also they had bought stuff for us that we had done our own for like mm. Chelsea Gray or whoever. Yeah. So point God. You know, yeah. Point God. That's yeah. right. Point God. Um, <laughs> and there's actually a funny story about the point God I'll, I'll get into later. Maybe. Yes. Um, but we, uh, we, we're usually looking at to, to track sports and identify all these moments and memes mm. and come up with, you know, kind of creative juice is Twitter. And mm. we track thousands, literally thousands of accounts and we've got them, uh, filtered out by different topics. So like the Sparks have a Twitter, a Twitter dashboard and uh, like LA just in general has a Twitter dashboard and then WNBA as a league and like the world cup as an event, like we kind of um, add all these different relevant, what we call sources to these mm-hmm. different dashboards on a platform that we developed called Crowdbreak. And oh. you thought you were talking to a t-shirt guy. No, this isn't just oh. a hustle. This is <laughs> real deal stuff. Yeah. I love it. Software. Yeah. Software <laughs> and, and we are all here. All of us work in social. So okay. data, dashboards, yeah. hashtag. I mean, we like, we're soaking it in. We love it. So please, so, more, more, more. Yeah. So like, we have a small team. You know, we're not just one employee anymore watching Sports Center and kind of riffing or looking on the, on the timeline and riffing off of that. Raise his hand. <laughs> you know, we have a little bit of a team, but it's still small and there's still so much that we're trying to uh, account for, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, with CrowdBreak, we know when something is overperforming. It spikes, it no, like we, are, we get informed. Like um, I told you I was bringing props. Yes. I got props. I got shirts. Um, <laughs> Our most successful shirt of the year was like four stars only for the U.S. Women's National oh, Team players. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. The four stars moment happened really out of the blue. On mm-hmm. the Wednesday night, it was actually like the night that coronavirus really hit mm-hmm. in America because mm-hmm. Tom Hanks had it. No, right. but also oh. like <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it was that, that night. Was it. Know, <laughs> Tom Hanks had it and it was like national emergency. Uh, no, but Trump was ad- ad- addressing the country. The NBA mm-hmm. shut down night that was the go bear night and then everything else shut down Mm -hmm. like as a domino from that Mm -hmm. one game anyway that was the night and the Mm -hmm. u.s women's national team took the field that night with their jerseys on inside out right crowd break Mm -hmm. trip they tripped the wires for us like we we learned about that while it was happening quickly enough that we had this this shirt Mm -hmm. out to market licensed by the pa before the the match was over wow wow like women's national team, even though they've been a great partner of ours and yeah. you know, like we're, we're observing them all the time. Yeah. They weren't on our mind that night. It was the last thing on our mind. Sure. Like every, there was, so that was an example of how we're able to like identify moments and whatever you want to call them memes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we use crowd break in all sorts of ways. Um, and in other ways, like, you know, something big happens, like, mm-hmm. you know, last night as, as we're, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but last night as we're talking, the Rays beat the Yankees in a yeah. big baseball game. 
It was huge. Everybody, know, everybody mm-hmm. knows that's the moment. We can all look on Twitter for fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But what CrowdBreak shows us is number one on the, on the Rays dashboard is a dance-off that two players had after the game. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like the huge home run that was like uh-huh. leading towards to be remembered forever by Rays fans. Right. It was the dance-off that Randy or Rosarena had <laughs> after the game. <laughs> <laughs> so you can use it that way too to kind of cultivate an idea around something that you know is already exciting. Right. Yeah. Because I know like a lot, a lot of the, uh, you know, t-shirts that you make are, can be super topical, but there are also that are just, you know, have a longer life cycle. Um, they don't have to necessarily be of that particular moment, but they're of a bigger moment. And that kind of brings me to what you've done with the WNBA players association and the black lives matters t-shirt that, um, Kendall has on right now and how did that evolve because you know as following your website you see hot topics and other and then all of a sudden this like activism uh topic came on or category Mm -hmm. of shirts and you have like a bunch Mm -hmm. of different things so how does that like is that part of has become part of the breaking team mission or Mm -hmm. was there you know what were some of the things that fed into creating that In in some cases, what you might see on our site that you could kind of file under activism is driven by breaking tea. You know, it's Mm -hmm. something that either we felt passionate about or we felt was the right thing to do or is the intersection of of sports and culture that, you know, we felt was right for our brand. And then other things are driven by partnerships. Mm -hmm. You know, the WNBPA Speaks Collection, you know, we that started two years ago, really, when we partnered with the WMBPA to begin with. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, this summer was extraordinary in all sorts of ways. Uh, We had started, um, you know, at the beginning of the season when they went into the Wubble, uh, we kind of had this idea in mind that we wanted to offer a shirt for every player in the league, you know, at least every player that was there. Uh, because not everybody's going to have a big moment that like mm-hmm. pops off, you know, that's pretty yeah, special. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to do that anyways, but that's only going to cover, you know, like a couple players on each team maybe. So we said, here's an idea that we've got where we're going to put, we're going to offer, you know, 150, there's roughly 150 different players. We're mm-hmm. going to offer 150 different styles to fans with the names and numbers on the back. So you mm-hmm. could get, you know, whatever, Candace Parker, <laughs> or you could get Sue yeah. Bird or whoever. Um, and then on the front, we had developed kind of like a, a logo. So it would be like, you know, LA and, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't make it to, to market. So, you know, I don't it doesn't really matter. <laughs> uh, so if you bought the Candace Parker tee, you'd have that LA front. Mm-hmm. If you bought the Sue Bird tee, you'd have that Seattle front. So we took that to the PA and they said, you know, that's nice. <laughs> but what we really want to do is we want to do something that speaks to what this season is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, we've dedicated this season to racial justice. We are out in front on a lot of these issues. Yeah. I mean, especially mm-hmm. within the sports world, I think the mm-hmm. WNBA players were leaders. Yes. And, you know, they had kind of a rough concept of like, we want it to look like a bubble. <laughs> and we wanted to kind of say some <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh, that was the... sure exactly what. Okay. So what you see mm-hmm. on that, you know, on that front, um, is what came out of that collaboration mm. where, yeah, I mean, it says Black Lives Matter. It says mm-hmm. vote. It says say her name. It says several different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really about like the whole like message and the cause of what this WNBA season was about and what the players mm-hmm. made it about. Um, right. And that was super 
successful. That mm. collection, we sold, first of all, like we sold product for well over a hundred different players. I don't know if we sold for every player. We might've, mm. but I mean, play, there's only 12 teams. So you're right. talking about yeah. Yeah. like the ninth woman on the team, like the fourth or fifth person on the bench, people were buying merch for that player. Yeah. And I thought that was really powerful. And then you've got what's happening on the front of the shirt. And like, I've got my Seattle WNBA speaks hoodie right here. Oh, I love I'm, it. I'm, I mean, I haven't taken it off. You know, it's <laughs> a little hot where I live. So it's still, it's still warm. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I guess it's to say, you know, that was partially driven by our partnership mm. with, with the players. And I think it went to a really good place. Yeah, it went to a great place. My my, uh, I was talking to my sister and I was telling her, um, I'm like, yeah, we're going to have Jamie breaking tea on the podcast. She's like, well, you let him know that I bought one of these t-shirts because I saw it on your last podcast. Uh, and I was like, oh, I will let him know that. Text in the mail. So, yeah, I mean, people, we've, that's, that's something that we've noticed, you know, with the WNBA is you always see, uh, where's the merch? Where's the merch? Get the merch. It's like they are, they, the fans of the WNBA, we, we always complain about this because we feel like the fans of the WNBA are underserved a lot of times in the merch department in just like the overall perks that being a fan of the M NBA that we don't get. So I think that the fact that you're really immersed in a lot of the moments that are happening with the WNBA and then partnering in this collaboration just speaks volumes to not just being a company with a conscience, but also understanding that we, we want you to take our money. You know, we will find the play. I mean, we've had um, independent artists on Twitter tweet out a shirt that they're making that has, you know, the WNBA logo on a tie dye or Candace Parker uh, illustration. And it, it's flat. We send the money. Hold up. Yep. Done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We cannot <laughs> stop sending the money. We want well, it yeah. so bad. That too. Like um, a lot of the players were wearing a tie dye, like an or not the orange hoodie, like the W hoodie that, you know, was in demand all summer, but like yeah. it had like an orange tie dye shirt that says the W wears orange. Yes. It was really that. <laughs> I have that like, one. <laughs> yeah. So like, but that wasn't available. Like the players were all wearing it, but it wasn't available for fans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like that was an example of people were kind of clamoring for the product. And mm -hmm. we, you know, first of all, it's the right thing to do. Good cause. Second of all, we're trying to make money. So like we came in and said, Hey, we can work with yeah. every time we can work with the W players and offer that same shirt to mm -hmm. fans that players were wearing mm -hmm. for whatever it was, you know, $30. And that's pretty cool too. Like I, I sort of love, this is not something we speak on that much, but we're, I think we need to our marketing a little bit is like the same stuff. A lot of these players are wearing, you know, whether it's a W player or a baseball player, like you can just, buy that shit right now for like 30 bucks and yeah. the same thing. Like yeah. that's, that's sort of rare in a world of like league fits and stuff where everything's so aspirational. Like this is both aspirational, but also attainable. Yeah. Oh, so many times I think the players uh, will inspire a purchase. Mm -hmm. You know, you see it on them and then you want to wear it. Um, like the vote, just like the plain vote. Like we saw, right. um, was it? I think it was uh, Sue Bird in uh, WNBA sweatpants. 
And and yeah. yeah, and we're, everyone's like, where, where are these sweatpants? We want these sweatpants, you know? And she was, that wasn't, that wasn't her out and about. That was her on the court doing like warm up. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, we need that. So yeah. I think, you know, there's a lot of value. Um, and I think that like the, when you have a super engaged fan base mm-hmm. um, that want to show support, you have like just, you're making money. You're printing money at that point. Well, it's really interesting too. I think there's a dynamic um, and I, you know, I would also say like, we're not like blowing up, going crazy, but like breaking tea is growing. And mm-hmm. I just think the WNBA is growing too. We've been in oh, this our yeah. third year that we've been Big in time. partnership and it's like every metric it's like ticking upward and it's not about like, Oh, this year, two big markets were in the finals. Like, no, it's just up no matter mm-hmm. what, like it's a mm-hmm. rising tide. So again, it's like right thing to do, but also I think savvy from a, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. I had another point, but I forgot it. So I don't That's know. Okay. Another question. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you know, I I also was thinking, um, you know, there are different because what you notice too when you do see merchandise fan merch is that you'll have the men's t-shirts and then you'll have pink bedazzled. Mm-hmm. Sequins, all like, and that's the ladies shirts, which is fine. We need those in the world. You know what? Embrace it if you love it. But I notice on Breaking Tea, you're like a t-shirt's a t-shirt. Have you guys ever considered different, like, you don't have to, I don't want it, but, but, you know, that is usually a classic case Uh, of what happens in fan merch. We were just going to like create you know, a women's collection and put all of our graphics on pink shirts. That's cool, right? Like that's... <laughs> right. As long as there's glitter and sequins, yeah. then sequins, go for yeah. it. Here's your oh, well, so, you know, like my, my prop stack, these are my personal... Yeah. Now, it's for me, whatever, I'm a man, but like right. these, this is what we offer. We don't offer like women's variants of these shirts. Right. We've got navy, mm-hmm. black, black, white, gray, navy, green, like... I don't know. We just try to make stuff that we think is good looking and it's right. like going to work for, you know, all audiences, I guess. Um, it is a little tough though. Like just, we do get a lot of requests. Like, could we get this in a women's specific cut? Could we get it in mm. a Dolman style? Could we get youth sizes? Could we get a hoodie? Could we get a tank? Could we get a mm. crew? Could we get on and on and on? Yeah. And each, I mean, there is a reality of like each style you offer each variant that you add for any given design let alone collection it hurts our economics yeah. you know like it, it's tough yeah. to mm-hmm. offer you know multiple styles so we, you know typically i'd say you know certainly the majority of what we sell is like unisex t-shirt unisex mm-hmm. crew neck t-shirts what i'm wearing what we're all wearing yeah um and you know i think that makes most people happy but not everyone right when we do offer different styles like you know, like the four stars only thing, you know, that was, that was the number one product in our mm. company's history, not just this year, wow. in our company's history, that was a runaway hit. So we offered it in all, you know, we were able sure. to offer it in all different ways. All those other different ways that weren't just like the straight up crew neck unisex t-shirt, mm. maybe accounted for like 10% of the sales, mm. Wow. you know, so just the re- economic reality of sure. being able to offer different things from a design standpoint though. No, we're not trying to like stereotypically say here's the, here's the gender specific. That's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I appreciate, we all appreciate it. Cause I mean, yeah. we go on rants. <laughs> Rants about t-shirts, like you guys have been very polite to me. I feel like I haven't <laughs> ranted at at all. <laughs> it's not your fault. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, 
You're fixing I promise the problem. Anything. <laughs> we'll hit you with something else. I'm sure we will. Um, I also, you know, when thinking about, um, you know, how your business model is, do you find that, have you had any blind spots or, you know, any, maybe, maybe not even that major, but maybe even some t-shirts where you're like, oh, we should have maybe not put that meme out or, because I, I noticed that you don't have a lot of negative memes, you know, because I, I'm, on my list, for instance, I have a t-shirt idea that is STFU Reggie Miller, because that's usually trending whenever he does a yeah, chest tattoo. Does yeah, I would, my husband would love it. He, he, my husband now uh, will not eat at Wendy's because he was in that commercial. Let me just make sure. So, so Reggie Miller, you have a problem with Reggie because of his broadcast stylings or is there something in addition? Well, to yeah, there's that. Uh, but yeah. there's also the fact that he, you know, did the choke sign to the Knicks fan. So it's like, just oh, like, oh, it's just Knicks like an inbred. It's a, there's right, a Knicks okay. thing. There's all this stuff. He's the lesser Miller. He's the lesser of the two Millers, clearly. Absolutely. That could also be a shirt, lesser of the two Millers. I mean, it is tough. I mean, like, we, like, everybody hates the Houston Astros right now. Oh. And for the past year, they've hated the Houston Astros. Since our companies started, though, since, since I got here, the Houston Astros have been awesome. And we've done a ton of business with them. And we've done a ton of business with Houston area retailers. So, like, you know, we're partners with the Astros. And, we're trying to cater to 29 other fan bases at the same time. So now the Astros are back on the scene. They're like waving their villain flag, you know, <laughs> where, where are y'all at now? You know, whatever. Ugh. And so we are putting product out for the Astros because we're not going to shun them. But everybody else is like, hey, Breaking Tea, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know so, but in terms of taste or, or, or you know, like we – I'd say we don't to a colorful place unless that's where it is coming from to begin with. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the U S women's national team had a great like hype speech moment. I don't, this is like leading up to the world cup. I think, I think it was Carla Zerboni was the um, like the, the person who's speaking. Right. And she was just like, so fired up and she's like, we are effing winners. And it was like, it was on ESPN. It wasn't bleeps. And so like, we are effing winners. So we did a shirt that was like, you know, spelled that out, but it was right. like very distressed, you okay. know? So like, so we just think about things like that. Like, you know, is it going to be okay for the kids? Is it going to be okay? You know, in polite society, <laughs> um, <laughs> but also trying to keep it, keep that edge to it. Sure. That like mm-hmm. made it That's interesting good, yeah. or provocative to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think for the most part, I mean, anyone can find a shirt that they're going to like. I do think you need more Sparks merch. Okay. That's just me because, okay. um, well, we're, well, we're all Sparks fans. Hey, so. hey, all right. Well, you know, here's some hard truth. Like if they had made it further in the playoffs. Oh, we believe. Ah, just use the link. Ah, right oh, in the sure. heart, man. What time is it? <laughs> it's early. Oh, you got to deal with that. At me. <laughs> Jamie's just spilling that tea. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a tough moment. I will say. I was like, uh, I, I do think. What do you What do you think about the playoff format in the W? Because I feel like it needs to expand. It needs yes, to expand. especially yeah. like yeah. Uh, that in these second bracket. Like that was just too the 
Yeah. Single elimination is way too short, too. I'm yes. Just yeah. mm-hmm. But even that, I mean, seven games would be a, would have been a great final, I think. Like For sure. Yeah, because it was game. over so quick. I mean, it was so a sweep, quick. so, you know, but it was almost like over before it started. I, I just think, like, oh, I, this is the point I was trying to make earlier. It's oh, kind okay. of relevant to this. Came back. Nice. Um, <laughs> is that what I see in the WNBA a lot more than the other leagues that we play in is, like, people are people have their teams, obviously. But people are more like fan of like the, the league, fan of like the yeah, sport. and like kind of we'll see customers buying shirts for different teams in the same order, like way more frequently, and just also on social, like it's just more like engagement generally when we put stuff out for specific players or teams than than with MLB or what have you. And so why I thought of that was with the playoffs, like that's the time to shine, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like there's so much interest I feel like you got to stretch that out like give me give me you know get away from the single elimination especially for the second round that was oh cruel yeah that was so cruel yeah and then get to the seven game (laughs) format like what are we talking about this is basketball let's get to right you know look at the heat and the lakers right now oh i know well i'm also a laker fan okay so i'm just like All the Lakers, Sparks, Yankees. I'm probably the worst. Like, oh, so, she's yeah. also so, a Cowboys fan. I am and... not. I am not. <laughs> uh, but all this just go together, so I figured. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad person. <laughs> I know. Um, but last night, this is kind of funny. Like, the Lakers Heat game five came right down to the wire, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. could it, like Danny Green had the, the oh, championship. I, on his fingertips for that three. Uh, We had four or five different um, if-win products ready to go. Right. And our team was like, literally had tabs open, like publish, 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 ready to go to hit hit the market right at that moment. Now maybe it happens, you know, after game six, but it's kind of funny, like, you know, in in merch land, like, you know, especially timely stuff a lot of stuff that you make never makes it to market or right. it's just sitting there waiting. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was so strong stuff. That's never going to see the light of day. Yeah. yeah. You guys have your heat gear too, ready to go. <laughs> I was like, no, not, not yet though. Not yet. So we're not there. Like I bet you fanatics does or like some, somebody. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Major mm-hmm. players. They've got stuff already printed for us. Like our resources are tight. We have to make mm. bets, you know, calculated, Sure. Like, okay, the Lakers are probably going to win this. If the Heat win game six, then we'll get on that, you know, Got it. as well. Train. But yeah, you know, <laughs> right. we're, we're not, the, in terms of like championship stuff. Sure. You know, we, oh, have some yeah. other, we have some other big face coffee stuff already out there. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I, I haven't yeah. seen that yet. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Mm-hmm. We are, we're big fans of Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Oh, we I love his just the butts. We, yeah, we used to have a segment called Just the Butts where we just would just butts. like go talk about Jimmy, talk about Jimmy Butler. <laughs> yeah. You can, that's one you can use, Just the Butts. Well, I hadn't heard um, that one until now, but yeah. he's got so many names. It's like Jimmy G Buckets, Jimmy yeah. fucking Buckets. <laughs> yeah, I love Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> or, or Jimmy, F, no, Jimmy F and Butler, I think was what Spolster said. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. His we life, also, I, yeah, like, we, I, was, I was thinking last night, like, um, when they make the last dance for LeBron 20 years from now, mm-hmm. the episode with this season is going to have like <laughs> the Jimmy Butler scenes from that episode are going to be so good. I can't wait for it. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad that the, that they're playing like you got a saucy team in the heat, you know, you got a real okay. saucy, and you got a saucy player in Jimmy. Like Jimmy's mm-hmm. always been Jimmy. He's done that through his career. So, you know, um, you can also use, if you don't have it, the Butler did it. So oh. um, <laughs> that one, if they win for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We live lap collection. That's a good one. Butler did it. I'm put, you know what? This is on record. This is on record too. <laughs> So we actually, something we've been doing lately, uh, we built like a, a breaking tea slack. It's just for VIPs. It's oh. like partners, friends, like collaborators are most, you know, diehard customers. There's some customers that have like 50 breaking teas. Oh, and awesome. so anyways, we're just talking about this stuff all the time right. and like throwing out ideas. And like, if we have a new design, we'll throw it in there and be like, what do you guys think? And kind mm-hmm. of workshop it with our, you know, kind of friends and family and customers. Um, so anyways, that could be a new outlet for you. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this like in sitting in front of ESPN on my sofa. Yeah. And unlike you, we don't, I don't have, I didn't have tabs open yesterday. I had like ready bottles of champagne, bottles of whiskey, but you know, I, that, that was my tabs. I was like, back in the okay, fridge when they win, <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm going to pop these bottles. Back <laughs> the I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I still think I still, I believe I like, um, our friend Josiah Johnson, who's the, uh, King of King Josiah on Twitter. Um, he, he does this thing where he's like, we got to believe LA, come on LA, believe. And it's just the most hilarious thing because of any team. It's not like the Lakers are underdog. (laughs) So I'm I'm spilling something here. We're partnered with Yahoo now and, uh, we're working, um, with Josiah. Um, yeah, just like we're, we do stuff that is just like our normal business and like Yahoo mm-hmm. might promote it to its audience, but then also like collaborating on stuff and like the dunk bait crew that mm-hmm. I think Josiah mm-hmm. is a, is a yeah. key part of, mm-hmm. um, they asked for a We Believe shirt. So like we actually have a We Believe <laughs> Yeah, I see. Shirts. I saw it on the site. That's that's what I was saying like yesterday. Like I don't even I don't think it's a dunk bait one too. Like, yeah, they yeah. tweeted it out yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. Yeah, I, I thought it was <laughs> shadows. Yeah. Oh my god, that that's so. Fu- I my husband who is hates the Lakers. Um, so he's hates. I'm like, yeah, man, we believe, and I'll be like, and he's like, you need to stop with that. Shit. Yeah. Like, this please is- stop. You're a Lakers. We were fan. just talking about this. <laughs> It's not like you guys haven't had championships. I would not mind the Lakers winning, but it's their fans acting like they've never won a championship before. (laughs) Not with LeBron. They haven't won LeBron. (laughs) I'm used to it. I'm used to the slander. I'm mm-hmm. used to the slander. It's okay. No, no. Good luck. Just know that we're all rooting for the Heat. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My sports bets on it. Yeah. I know she tweeted like Karen. Karen tweeted out uh, Heat Lakers and five. Heat and five. And I'm like, I can see that. That wasn't a private message. I like it's on Twitter. I can see it. So yeah. I love you, but my, my you know, my wallet needs to be filled. <laughs> uh, well, Jamie, before we let you go, I think we have a few more t-shirt ideas we want to throw your way. 
you All know, right. as part of, and first reaction, you know, what, what you think about these. All okay. Right. So for Tyler hero, <laughs> for Tyler okay. hero, we have, it's more, it's more than a sandwich. Oof. So go ahead. That <laughs> I can't it's take full game. credit. Is Mark Jackson's announced it? It's a moment. Wait, wait. So did Jackson say that in the game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I did not hear that. So here is very he, shirty, but I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the shirt, but he is very shirty, young man. <laughs> yes, he does he have said a hero is more than a sandwich. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's all Tyler hero is more than a sandwich, and where everyone just cringed collectively on Twitter. I yeah. think that's so bad. It's so going on already. I know, yeah. right? Right? Like okay. Okay, good, good. Um, another one is, well, I mentioned Free Charles Barkley already. Um, Charles Oakley. Mm-hmm. Char- oh, yeah, sorry, Free Charles Oakley. Um, STFU Reggie Miller. Um, mm-hmm. Washed King for Ooh. LeBron. Oh, for Have LeBron. You- washed King. Yeah. Because well, <laughs> I mean, wow, if he wins, if he wins or he loses, I mean, I know Rich Paul's going to come at you. Like, you don't mess with clutch sports, but at the same time, like, cause if he wins, it's like a, you know, a Laker hater, you know, would. He was calling himself that. Yeah. At the was, beginning well, of the season, well, that, the normal well, that, season. That elevated. <laughs> I was going to say like a year ago, maybe, but now, I mean, dude, he's about to win it again. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Brow time for AD. <laughs> So AD is very litigious on the brow. Oh, really? <laughs> so even, even when we've tried to do licensed product through the MBPA for AD, like you've got to keep the brow out of it completely. Really? And wow, I don't think sensory. it's because he doesn't like the brow. It's that like he owns the brow. Mm, okay. And any, any reference mm, to the brow is Well, technically that. Frida Kahlo did, but okay. <laughs> 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 He's the Frida Kahlo of sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just put, what would that your idea be brow, brow, what? Brow time. <laughs> brow time. Brow time. Kind of yeah. like bro time, but it's like brow time. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. um, come back kids for the Denver Nuggets because um, mm-hmm. Reggie Miller said that like every five minutes during that season. Mm-hmm. Um, bang for Mike Breen. Mike Breen. Yeah. Mike he broke off the double bang for somebody. I can't remember who it was. Was uh, it for Tyler Hero? Might have been for Tyler Hero. It was a bang bang. Yeah. I like that right. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, that's what we were saying. Like there's, yeah, there's moments specific, but like everybody knows my brain. Well, you kind of need like a technological innovation though. So that like this shirt has to have an audio component. Yeah. You know, Karen, did you have something you wanted to? Yeah. I'm just going to pitch one. It's like, you know, the stacked um, ampersand style. So like the greats in the WMBA Miller and Leslie and swoops and Staley mm. and Lobo. That was just my Ooh. big one. I do like that one. We made one actually. <laughs> but with coaches. Yeah. With coaches with WNBA coaches. It's in our red bubble candle. There's some haters on that style, that ampersand style. There might be a better name for it, but uh, some people that are like, oh, that's played out. But I'm here for it if it's the right idea. Yes, the right know, the sequence, right group. Yeah. Right. Now, the W license that we have, I don't think it includes the, alumni. Oh, man. So it would have to be like oh. Tarasi and Bird and Deladon. Oh, that, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be yeah. mad at it, too. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad yeah. at that, either. That would be interesting. In Asia, who's who's on the five? Who's the current? Is oh, Canada for the on? current, that's the hard yeah. one. I could do yeah. the classics, but yeah, right. I'm a hard time with. I mean, Tarasi and Bird have got to be there. I think Deladon Stewart, Parker, Stewart Parker. for sure. Parker has to be Ooh, on there. Parker, for Asia? Sure. Yeah. yeah, she was MVP. 
but she's young. Yeah, yeah, Asia. No, Asia. Yeah, I mean, but then you have. I mean, you could do a whole thing with rookies, or you. I mean, th- oh, there's so many though, good players. Uh, yeah, the oh. rookies now. Yeah, you do the rookies though, but you put Sabrina on there because she's hype and like you get sales. But she only played like two games, so people would be like, "What'd she do to earn that?" You know? I'm Zion, about. sure. <laughs> okay, so actually, that's a really good point because you'll have like the NBA loyal that'll probably mm. murder you. For that you know those like kill you on social and then you'll right. have other people that are like it's a it's a widening of the audience per se right because like yeah people that like sabrina may it introduces them to what she plays so mm-hmm. how do you balance something like that it kind of reminds me of like the zion versus ja rookie of yeah. year conversation we'll it's have like, that go. like you know get, get out of here with like the zion so he played half the year everybody loves and is excited about zion but like Ja had obviously the greatest rookie season. Yes, um, mm-hmm. I like the, I like kind of like this idea, Karen. We might have to we might have to develop this. Yes, Karen collection. Karen, it could it could <laughs> yeah. just be like the first team all W players as well. Yeah, realizing out of it, you know. Oh yeah, oh that would be so good. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we cannot throw enough money at breaking tea and what you do and we love it that's why i said i want to get i have i think i'm a t-shirt away from the loyalty program um i i already know like my christmas list is filled with t-shirts to send to my family Uh, and yeah we love it like we were and it was such a whim like actually the reason why i decided to reach out to you is because i had such a lovely experience with your customer service team Was it Rachel? Do you remember? Yes. 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 (laughs) Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Oh, she was fabulous. She got to me right away. And it's funny because I'm very, I actually am very casual when it comes to customer service because you know, they're doing the best job that they can. She was horrible. like, yeah, horrible. yeah. Right. Also, you know, if, <laughs> if you ever worked in any industry, I mean, you shouldn't have to work in an, at the gap to know empathy, right. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> it does help to put in perspective when you have a job like that. Um, and that she reminds, was lovely. That reminds me, I'll say this on, on a podcast that's, you know, about women's sports and culture primarily. It bothers me to no end when people are like, something horrible will happen to a woman and somebody be like, as a father with, you know, <sighs> daughters, uh, you know, yes. I, I, it's like, how, why, why do you need to have a daughter to have empathy <laughs> in this situation? Like, Right. Half the people Human. are women. We all have mothers and yeah, like whatever. Like <laughs> Oh my god, that is that's Jamie's hoops off. I had I had <laughs> That's your hoops off. We have a segment at the end of the show called Hoops Off where we rant about something. That's that's gonna be your hoops off for right. the Thank show. You. Thank you. Is there any other ideas before I go? I, I feel like I've got some, you gave me some good ones. I will um, say we'll email them to you. We've got a oh uh, we've got lists. Karen, he, he is that's going right into the trash. Well, okay. Well, one more, one more <laughs> that's straight into spam. He's like, it, yeah, email yeah. it to me, sure. But everyone on Twitter was calling Brianna a cheat code, and I kind of looked at the site. I didn't see if you had it, but like a gamer eight bit cheat code, Brianna. We did one? Sure. I think I think it came out late because we were having a tr- trouble a getting bummer, it to market yeah. was the uh, Stewie goggles. She had like oh, the goggles yeah. on. Oh yeah. I love those. So I love that just those. went up maybe yesterday. Um, so cool. Yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah. No. No, I think, I think, I think, um, yeah, Karen, go ahead and send that email. I'm sure James will be like, (laughs) 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Uh, No, Jamie, it's been total delight. It was worth getting up early and getting that pot of coffee on to speak with you and talk to you about all your products and all your t-shirts and everything. And we love it. And, um, is there anything you want to, um, like, share a link or anything for our audience before you head out? Um, any message? Uh, no, okay. not really. <laughs> but I, I would say, like, for people listening to they're interested in breaking tea, um, please, like, hit us up. Questions, ideas, requests. There's contact at Breaking Tea, which goes to our customer service team. There's Jamie at Breaking Tea, which goes to me. That's just for... Karen, (laughs) uh, you know, we're, we're small and growing and like trying to do more and do the right thing all along the way. And we're just nowhere close to doing it as well as, you know, we could, or as, as we hope to. So any, any help or, or requests, anything you have to offer, just please don't hesitate to, to reach out and, and help us get to where, you know, we want to be. We love it. We love it. We will definitely do that. Yes. Yes. And thank you for making women's merch because it's not, you can't find it out there. God's work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got my my stack. I keep breaking out my props. I know. We love it. I know. I I don't know. I got my Carly Lloyd today. Shall we fight it out? Nice. Love that. Yeah. I think I'm going to go coach football wearing this today. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah. So we'll, you know, we'll put the, um, store link in and I know Mm -hmm. at breaking tea, the Twitter handle and what have you. And, I, you'll be getting Karen's email probably the end of today. So use it as toilet paper. <laughs> Just, I'm going to print it out. This is a long email correspondence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, right. thank you again. We totally appreciate it. And yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thank yes. you. This is fun. We love it. Thanks, Thanks Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And we are back. Wow. What a great interview. Thank you so much, Jamie, for coming on to the show. Oh, I know. Learned so, so much. I learned a lot. I yeah. learned a whole lot. It was great. It was great. And, you know, who knows? You know, so, some of our ideas might be on your back someday. Or your front. Or back. It's going to be on you, baby. On you, baby. Uh, on you, baby. <laughs> Um, let's see, we want to just like dive into some of this sports in the age of coronavirus, as we like to call it. Um, recently, I, this is a good feel story, I think. Um, recently, a tweet went out about Delonte West and his recovery. You know that he is an NBA player, former NBA player. I believe he was on the Cleveland team with LeBron. Um, and he has had uh, mental health issues and, um, and most the kind that it, you know, debilitating where he was homeless and he was on the street and, and, you know, um, we don't really, we've always on our podcast, at least we talk a lot about like mental health issues and how important that is. And I thought this was a really good story to talk about because, you know, uh, Mark Cuban actually has been a big facilitator of his, of Delonte West recovery, um, helping him to find safety, helping him to find 
find the proper resources. And recently the tweet was Delonte West riding horseback and kind of just sharing with us the progress that he's made. And I thought it was really great. I was really happy to see that. And I think it just shows like no matter how hard, how, how much, you know, trauma there is with mental health, there is always a way. So we hope that that's a good message to share with everybody, find, find those resources. Um, and then on the flip side, we have uh, Cappy Pondexter, who unfortunately, there was um, a lot going on with her over the past couple of days where she was listed as a missing persons. And then it was uh, her publicist came out and was like, hey, you know, actually she'd been um, arrested by the Los Angeles Police Department and she did not have her ID on her. And so, you know, she didn't give like her full name. And then they were able to find her and, and, and get her out. And then she went missing again in downtown Los Angeles. But then her family found her again. So she is safe now. Um, and she's home, safe, friends, family, or, you know, she's with her family, and then we're going to put out a statement. Um, I know Lindsay D'Arcalangelo and uh, TMZ, she, I know she was talking to TMZ, and they were going back and forth, as well as uh, Girl Sports TV with Christina Williams. They were all covering this um, as breaking news on social media, so... Um, you know, we don't know what the circumstances are, but we do want to wish Kathy well. And just, again, highlight, there are so many things, not just sports. There's this whole world that we are living in right now that is a constant state of chaos. You know, you never go to bed thinking you're going to wake up and have a moment's peace with everything that's happening. So um, make sure, I know it's hard when you're in it, but try to find a resource or a support or something that can help you. And, um, you know, it's hard. I get it. I totally get it. So we wish her well. We're glad she's home. And we hope that, I mean, she's, I remember seeing her every Sparks game that we would go to. Always looking fly. Like, damn, she, and she was a baller. So we, we, she's in our thoughts. We wish her well. And we're glad um, she's back with her family. She's found in that. We hope she's getting the, the support that she needs. Um, so, yeah, so I thought it would be good just to catch up on, like, remember, mental health, very important. Um, yes. With that, speaking of mental health, the finals last night for the NBA, uh, it was probably took some, some time off my life. I feel like it definitely <laughs> took some time off of my life. Uh, I think they lost by three points which is another heartbreaker. I feel like with Jimmy Butler, he, I think they won like with him at the free throw line, that one series, didn't they? Uh, he was at the free throw line a lot. Well, uh, there was that one like game. 91%. Well, he's the only one really playing on that team, like driving. Duncan and Robinson there. kind of. Yeah, that's up. true. I'll show you who didn't, Danny Green. Bam played like garbage uh, yeah well this he might still be dealing injured. with his shoulder yeah that danny still uh danny green's not injured so i don't know green. what his situation is <laughs> oh my god i don't know is there something wrong with like his peripheral his his vision like what, does he think that the basket's closer <laughs> than what it is is that why it's not like dropping short every time <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's been, he had, okay, so this guy's won a couple rings, right? He, I know he won one with Toronto. I think he won mm-hmm. one with the Spurs, maybe? I think, uh, I think so. So I'm just like, are, he's not a, is he not a clutch three-point? I mean, that's why you get someone like a Danny Green on there so that they can be in that three-point spot during these clutch moments. I don't see why LeBron didn't just drive and use his sheer willpower to get. He was gotten fouled. He had like all five players on him when he had the ball. I don't know. I don't know. But I do not want to have a, you know, come from behind moment with the heat. They need to wrap it on Sunday. That's all I'm going to say. And I also want to say KCP was looking really, really good. So that's that. Uh, do you guys have any insights on that Sunday game? Besides, I'm sure Karen made a bunch of money voting. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just the series, so it's not game by game. It's just a whole series. So the fluke, if Heat win, big A out. <laughs> well, wow. It's 2020. Shit's been <laughs> upside down, inside out, so I'm just betting on chaos. <laughs> you bet chaos and against me. <laughs> I see how I it mean, is, Karen. I, 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 my heart and my wallet that, are separate. <laughs> I'm just glad that they're making it a fight, hmm. right? Versus like a 4-0 sweep, and then everyone's yeah, like, "What it was happened?" Like super snooze, and now it's like, okay, maybe the Heat have a shot and make this a little fun. All right. Okay. I well, know that's not what you want to hear, Liz. No. I know you want to like <laughs> sweep and have your virtual parade and all yes. that and pop your champagne. Yes. But I want to be I want to be insufferable for a few days or you know until basketball starts again <laughs> with my Lakers yeah. championship. But you know what? It'll have to wait and I'm okay with that. So, all right. <laughs> I do like that it is a game. And I think Jimmy Butler played 47 minutes last night. He was exhausted. I mean, that last layup that he got hit on, he was bent over the railing of the, of the, the side of the court. Yeah. But that's what you got to do. That's what you – I mean, honestly, like, those are, the, those are the times when you see these guys become legends, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not to say that you have to push yourself to the point of, like, breaking, but maybe. Okay, yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, in the finals, I feel like you should. You, I mean, your time is short. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah, I agree. Oh, our Kendall Boo, she's having the internet issues, so it's a little weird. And I got cut off. Yeah, she got <laughs> cut off, but it was, I'm sure what you were going to say was awesome. Um. <laughs> Moving on to the WNBA finals, we have the Seattle Storm has been crowned the 2020 champions of the bubble season. I can only imagine like the overwhelming feelings of uh, winning the championship and also like relief knowing that you're going to be able to leave the bubble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It must have been so many mixed emotions going on there. So I I don't know. I – you know, I really, really wish that they would have more um, interviews 
with them after the game on like ESPN yeah. or Sports Center or something like that. Really, you know, because you go, of course, going on Twitter or going on Instagram, we're fortunate to follow a lot of great WNBA coverage. Uh, Pepper Pursley, um, uh, I mean, the Airy, you know, the list goes on Airy. and on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we can see it there, but it would be just so nice to be like after the game, having like a full like you know post time show, to see the post show coverage. Yeah, I mean, it's a big fucking deal. Game one was a big deal. It was yes, huge. and like it was crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't it get like the highest views like the, of a, of the finals? Like wasn't it up like a crazy amount, like sixteen percent or something like that? No, I, I, I mean the whole season was up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's there, and I would have loved to have heard more about, you know, the players and how they were feeling, especially with um, the fact that they uh, can go home. What does yeah, that even look right. like? Because yeah. we've, seen, we've seen, like, some uh, reporters leaving the bubble, the NBA bubble or the wubble, and it's like, I'm not used to this world. Everyone's close to one another. People oh, are wearing masks. I feel like it's like those – Beagles that touch grass for the first time. (laughs) 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 They get let out of their cages and they're like, like, what? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's sad, but true. Yeah. Well, I I thought the season was, it was so special that what they were able to do, I think the WNBA just nailed it with making sure that Mm -hmm. the message about social justice say her name, Black Lives Matter, was constantly in the forefront of everything they were playing for. It was, man, legendary, iconic, just everything. And still at the highest level of their playing. And to see also some of the women uh, that um, came out, like Jewel Lloyd, you know, you knew they were were there, Mm -hmm. but then to see them get that chance and just like bring it super hard, it it was, it's fantastic. It was so, such a great special season and now they're playing overseas a lot of them are starting to play overseas um i know that there'll be some outlets that will be covering the overseas play i would like to like keep it going and let's try to keep the narrative of those athletes out and in the forefront and also champion the people that do uh women's sports coverage so that's exciting mm-hmm. i think it was exciting season. a lot of learnings a lot of cool stuff that we were able to to focus on um Anything else on the – oh, and uh, Brianna uh, Stewart won finals MVP. MVP. Which is awesome. I mean, let's face it. We, every, we all watch those games. She was just like – she didn't even look bothered. <laughs> right? She didn't even break right? a sweat. No. You see LeBron post-game, and it's like glistening no. – it's, it's Yeah. Green. And they told her all, like, the things – all the different uh, – the history making stats and she just like, Oh, really? That's cool. all right. <laughs> it was just dope. It was dope. Oh, and Mama Lloyd. Mama Lloyd. Mama Lloyd. Oh my gosh. If you guys get a chance, um Jasmine Baker on Players of the New School did an interview with Mama Lloyd and it is so awesome to hear how she was like we couldn't be in the bubble, but we but I felt we had to do something. So she mm-hmm. called all the moms 
for Taylor the Dance. Seattle Storm and like did the TikTok thing and she's just blowing up and women yeah. do it best, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. So good. Brianna Stewart's mom was in it too. She yeah, had yeah. Oh, she danced so to like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so. It's so great. It's so great. So yeah, if you get a chance, um, check out um, that player of, players of the new school, Jasmine Baker. Um, uh, on YouTube, I believe you could put, put it in our show notes as well. That was, that's great. This is really interesting how, you know, how you're going to bring that fan experience when you are dealing with a remote situation like the, the Whipple. So they were able to figure it out and it, it was great to see. Um, one final thing, or unless there's something else, but I just want to say that I cannot endorse enough the audiobook of Mariah Carey's <laughs> memoir, and I know this feels like so like rando. No, or podcast, whatever. <laughs> I okay, so I ha- I bought the book, but then I was told that she actually reads the audiobook. She not only reads in the audiobook, but she sings some of her like it. lyrics and songs, and it's just it it it's so interesting. It is so interesting, and I think it will also um, uh, kind of you'll discover things about her that maybe you didn't know and why, and especially like she also talks about like the whole ice cream, you know, free ice cream stuff at TRL with uh, MTV and what happened there. Huge sections of, of the book is about Tommy Mottola, um, but one of the, one of the, a couple of the chapters and listening here talk about is about Derek Jeter which I completely forgot that they dated. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. So, yeah, exactly. But when you listen to it, it is so, it's very sweet and a little bit awkward. And she also says, you know, she had, she was with Tommy for almost oh, like a prisoner her, in his. Her child bride, yeah. Yeah, you know, and she, he built this mansion like kind of far out and, she used to call it Sing Sing because it was near a prison and she felt like she was a prisoner. Um, cameras everywhere. Security Is that why her everywhere. honey video, she jumps off the balcony of a mansion into yes. a pool and then So the honey the video. Really? Yes. So the honey video was inspired by her uh, divorce with Tommy and her falling in love with uh, Derek Jeter. And the what's his name Eddie the comedian that comes out on it yeah he's supposed to be like a Tommy Mottola character you know so he's like so yes Karen very awesome that That was such a shift for Mariah she yes liberated herself and that was what it was about stop this whole innocent like oh you know yeah always be my baby and then it was like whoa girl hold on Yeah, so she cause she said like Tommy had always wanted to keep her an adult contemporary, but in reality she was still really young, and she had this side of her where she loved hip hop. She was in hip hop. She was a rap. You know, she she wanted to have more of what was in that culture, like be part of her music, and so that's when she came out with I think it was Butterfly. Was that the the album? It is uh, mostly based on her leaving that atmosphere with Tommy and then also her liberation with uh, falling in love with Derek Jeter and having that first, that was like her actual adult first romance, you know, like her first puppy puppy love and then like romance. And when you listen to it, it's a little bit cringy because you're just like the whole time, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) we love Derek Jeter. Like it's just so, it feels so high school in a, in like a really good positive way. It's really funny. And So you listen to like, and she talks about like what, how he, um, you know, just like his family is, he's also, uh, 
comes from a biracial family background mm-hmm. like so she does. That connection, yeah. And so they had that connection because she's never been around a healthy biracial family because hers she felt was not healthy and was she didn't have they didn't have a support system for what went they went through so the things that happened to their family so seeing Derek's family being much more of a support system and understanding how to deal with that like it just gave her a whole new insight on like who she was and how she could be and I'm telling you it is it's so fascinating and then that little portion um because I know we've We've talked about Derek Jeter's sycophants before, <laughs> the Marisol Castro. So I think listening to that little tidbit, I think it's like two or three chapters in, in her eyes. So Does she admit so I wanted to put that out. Does she, admit oh, go that ahead. Rom-com. Does she admit that her and Nick Cannon's marriage was a whole like publicity thing? Or You know, I have only start. I haven't finished the book yet. But, oh, part so two. So I'm right. Oh. I'm right there. I'm right at that point where she did say like she um, – actually I think it was DeBrat who was kind of saying you got to meet this kid Nick Cannon she's like I didn't know about all these shows Wild and Out and all this stuff and so then she like uh, she kind of knew him and then they met at the <laughs> Nickelodeon Awards <laughs> she was getting a surfboard and he was just very you know like he was the distraction that she kind of needed at the time because she also dated I think Luis Miguel yes she did yeah. Yeah, she talks yeah, about that a little bit on the. It. Yeah, she talks about that and how he was like very like you know he was that guy and very admired and. Um, so I mean, yeah, her so thoughts on the giant Mariah tattoo he got on her on his back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he talks about that, but it would be interesting. I'm sure you could tweet at her because she's very like vocal on Twitter. She does talk a lot about her fans, the Lambs, and why that's happened, why that how that came about, and. I don't know, guys. It's just very cool. And I know we love using her fantasy song when we were playing fantasy basketball. Mm-hmm. So she's so ingrained in everything. And, I mean, she's probably the last per- person that has written one of the most iconic Christmas songs. Oh, so. and it, true. Till, till this day, number one this day. every season. True. This day. To this day. Because most people just write, just sing the classics, right? I know. She actually I have such wrote an it. issue with it. How many freaking versions of Jingle Bells do we need? Uh, yeah. Not only do you get like vocals, but you're like the jazzy version of Kenny right. B's Jingle Bells. And you're like, like oh, Michael Buble, come out with an original <laughs> CD. It's we the only time I like Buble is the holidays. Of Let It Snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, it yeah. gets dragged. It gets dragged. Um <laughs> But yeah, so she's she has she's hit so many milestones. I think it's a good. I also think that it is a good listen because it does talk about how she grew out of you know adversity, you know, within her relationships and her family, and even when she thought she had success with you know how she was living with Tommy, how it still wasn't enough, and how she knew you know that she she wanted to do more and stuff so it's a great listen i ha- i bought like i said i bought the book but then when i found out she read the audiobook and she sings and i don't know she just adds layers to it so i recommend that i love it i can't wait it's really good yeah it's really good i i really enjoy it um okay anything else women on this sports in the age of coronavirus or i think we're ready to move on let's do we're it. ready we're ready all right so when we're back we're gonna take our hoops off so be ready and we'll be right back Oh, 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 
And we're back for the final segment of today's podcast. The hoops off. As you heard earlier in the episode with Jamie, he had a hoops off, which we've had in the past about like saying, oh, well, as a father with daughters, like you don't need that. You can be empathetic without having daughters um, or a mom. <laughs> just in general, yeah. we can do that. Or just being be like a, mom. a human. Yeah. Just no. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. I like it. So we're going to start with Kendall uh, yeah. for, with her one minute. Um, and we're going to go ahead and start her now. So are you ready, Kendall? One, two, three, go. I had an internet issue, which is what my hoops office <laughs> literally got kicked off as I was about to start this. Um, it's 2020. I live in LA. Why is my internet so shitty? I pay out the ass for it. I should have super fast Apple whatever internet. I should be able to be making apps and shit in my apartment. And I can't even hop on a Zoom call for fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020. We can literally buy shit on our phones. Why can I not get the internet for longer than 10 minutes? This is bullshit. That's my hoops off. Get better internet companies. I pay too much for this shit. <laughs> okay, that was your minute. And I love I that your it. internet crashed right before, before you were gonna uh, literally crash. Yes, kiss. You could not have planned it because better. I'm, because I'm called in on my other phone. I can hear you going, Are you ready, Kindle? And in my head I'm like, No, I'm not. No, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just you know, just a little behind the scenes. We actually came on during on our call time. We were early, and we actually spent most of our call time prior to the record working on Kindle's uh, internet. So that's what happened here. Like, um, what is? I'm not in like a freaking cinder block building. <laughs> what is going on? I, yeah, it's difficult. Kendall, it's difficult. I don't understand mm -hmm. either. And I love how you called out Apple because, you know, Tim Cook <laughs> is the internet. He's <laughs> oh the internet. Al Gore, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> your Apple products. <laughs> and while you're at an Apple, can I get a fucking charger that's longer than a foot long? I yes. don't understand why that is. It doesn't even go to my bed from my yeah, right? next no. to my bed. I'm okay. like hanging off my bed to check if we get text. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like putting money in a vending machine and the candy is just right at the bottom. You know, right <laughs> at your fingertips when you put your hand in. You're just like, what's the fucking point? Right? Oh, I agree with yeah. you. Apple. Fuck it. I don't I honestly don't understand who are in Apple's focus groups. Like it must be children because it's just like, oh yeah, we have a wire. It's about this long. And you're like, yeah, yeah it's not it's not <laughs> do it for me. It's not doing it. Agreed. Thank you, Kendall, for your hoops off. Technology, <laughs> internet, suck it. Uh Karen, or can you time me, Karen? Because I have mine ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Am I right? You ready? Yes. All right, three, two, one. I want to take my hoops off and have a chat with Susan, who was the moderator for the VP debate. Because for a moment there, I'm like, wait, is she 
a moderator or is Kamala the moderator? Because I'm not understanding like why, uh, you know, Senator Harris has to stop that demon from talking when it's actually Susan. And then the fact that that demon, I don't like to say their names here, but he actually was going long and then going over Susan, and then Susan would thank him after he, like, stopped talking. I'm like, A, do not thank someone who is interrupting you. Do not thank someone who is not following your rules, and do not thank someone who is not respecting you. Instead, you mute their mic, you tell them to shut the fuck up, or you just say, I'm speaking right now. I'm speaking right now. And Susan, you just needed to learn a lesson. I'm sorry that you had to do it this way, but you must enjoy men talking over you a lot and very used to it. So Susan, come to a, our podcast and maybe we can teach you a few things or look at uh, Senator Harris. And maybe she taught you something as well. And that's my hoops off. <laughs> yeah, because from the presidential debate, didn't they say they were going to start muting mics or something? They should have. They should have. Yeah, they should have. And I'm just like, okay, so you're going to let him talk over you. And then you're going to let him just, you're not going to push back on all the lies he's saying. And you're going to be okay that he didn't answer a single question that you asked him. Right. He wow. kept backtracking. Yeah. Oh, I want to answer the last one. Okay. I, well, then uh, you don't get to talk about this one ever. White this male question is gone if you want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, a rule breaker, uh, disrespectful. I'm like, oh, man, please. And then not only that, but, like, he would go over and over and over, and Kamala's like, can I have the same time to to get my rebuttal? Yeah, the best shit to ask for it. Yeah. Oh, and then I just love how uh, some of the news media outlets were like, oh, you know, uh, her face – Heard the faces she oh, yeah. made. Oh, yeah. Or and I'm her like, hair. Okay. You're like, shut the fuck really? up. Really? That's what you're going to focus That's on? That's all because, they can. Right. Uh, yeah. Not that's all they can pick on. Telling lies in a calm voice doesn't mean yeah. he's not telling lies. When he stretches out a lie long enough so that his time can be up and then he goes off on, more on you know, saying something that has no relevance, I'm just like, Susan, get your shit together. Susan. Hey, this is why you're here, baby. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> man. And like, you know whatever i hope there's no more debates i'm done but that was my hoops off karen are you ready we're gonna that set you up right here we're gonna get up, you warmed to warm up. up you're gonna be the final hoops off of this segment are you ready karen oh shit am i are you yes okay. yes okay <laughs> three two one go when crystal langhorn of the seattle storm literally tweeted one night you're winning a world championship the next day you're pulling weeds out of your driveway Life comes at you fast. Uh, you know, some people can take it as like, a, you know, things happen in a flash. But for me, it's reflective of how underpaid these fucking women are. Because first off, if you're a fucking champion, you better have someone else pulling your fucking weeds. Mm-hmm. And let's talk numbers here if people think I'm talking out my ass. Our MVP, Aja Wilson, guess how much she makes a year? This year, $58,000. Our fucking rookie of the year? is at, uh, where's Crystal? 59,000. So these high caliber performing fucking women, the Seattle and Aces too, are all making not even like regular wages and they're performing their ass for what? And people want to complain. Oh, that is I didn't know that Asia. Glaring. That's nuts. I make more than them. I make more than them. Yeah. I mean, 
you know, yeah. as a regular person going into my career for one wow. year, sure, I'll make that. But as someone who's been playing basketball, a craft, wow. kicking ass their rookie or second year or third year, and that's all you fucking make. And then you're on a chance. I just, wow. I cannot. It's just kind of. Your face is everywhere. You're, you're like, you just won the freaking MVP. Wow. Yeah. The top women, like Griner, Della Dawn, whoever, they make the 200K. But that was just this year because you guys remember the whole agreement prior. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I got to tell you, that is so NBA glaring. 200K a month. Yeah. <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench. 200K. Just That's think about cool. how much Dion Waiters is making. Oh my God, fucking. He's just sitting on the Laker bench, you know? Oh man. Okay. Well, that's a good one, Karen. The discrepancy is always going to be there. Yes. But Ion is a two year contract at 20 mil. (laughs) Projected (laughs) Zion. Yeah. The projected rookie of the year who ended up not even having a rookie full year is making. Average 10 mil for that year compared to Crystal Dangerfield. Wow. And y'all want to fucking bitch at us for complaining for lack of pay equality. Okay, suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Bleep that off, you have to. We ain't gonna bleep that out. Breaking tea, you got a new t shirt. Suck a dick. dick. Sad. Um, And (laughs) sad. Yeah. And with that, I think we're ready to wrap up this (laughs) podcast episode in the best way that we possibly can. Um, We want to thank Jamie for coming on, uh, the president of Breaking Tea, and telling us some behind the scenes of all of his t shirt. Goings ons, what have you. I loved when he talked about like the, the dashboard that they have, the social dash- dashboard. Um, as always, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in to us. Kendall, we're sorry about your internet, but you sounded great. We so. need an internet partner, AT&T yeah. Comcast. Oh, Where you well, at? she's going to be going back, so maybe you need oh, a dish or something. A so um, <laughs> uh, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, make sure that you are subscribing and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, also, make sure you're downloading the Good News Radio app so you can hear when we premiere at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. Um, we're on social, so let's get social. We're on Twitter at the Hoops Talk Pod. We're on Instagram at the Hoops Talking. Um, we're also on YouTube at the Hoops Talk Podcast. We're on TikTok at the Hoops. We're everywhere. You can find us, DM us, send us, you know, your stuff. Um, all the links for everything will be in the bio. We may have a giveaway coming, so stay tuned for that. But until then, how do we want to keep it, ladies? I think we want to keep it sweaty. And, and, and we are out. <laughs>